I'm glad to be celebrating our hatred of holidays, the government, etc., by protesting the only way we can by creating a podcast episode and releasing content, n- choosing not to observe this exactly, holiday. Yeah. I would say that releasing content on July 4th is a big F you to Uncle Sam. Yeah, that's yeah. this is actually punk as hell when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, when you really think about it. Um, but yeah, another twisted weekend of pointless social gatherings, <laughs> food I don't want to eat, and errands that have to be run. The action slows down on the internet. Uh, holidays, once again, are for losers, and don't you ever forget it. Yeah, I noticed that you're, even even Chris Black's Twitter, you haven't tweeted in a couple days. That's how slow this There's this nothing to... This is why holidays are so... What do people do? Like, recharge with their family? Get a life. <laughs> like, get a life. I mean, obviously, you have... Um, a, a skewed opinion not in a not in a bad way just a, you're different from the norms of most people in that you are sober and holidays are literally just sort of now created and marketed to just be a reason to drink and holidays it's been enjoyable for, the, for a long time for many people myself included the gluttonous but how how were you feeling after our after yesterday you're talking about TJ's dry july oh <laughs> TJ's dry July doesn't seem to be going great. <laughs> for, for, I mean, you're achieving, you're you're doing what you set out to do, but it doesn't seem like it's great for your mental. My girl and I are doing a little kind of staycation getaway tomorrow for the next few days. I hope that doesn't affect our content schedule. It won't affect our content schedule, of course, Chris. Don't worry. Right. Just want to check. I just, no, you know, no, no. I no. want you to have. I want you to have you on record saying it won't affect our content schedule. It won't affect our content. You know that, Chris. But that's going to be my real vacation mm-hmm. holiday. It's your real it's holiday. It's kind of. I mean, like, I don't know what it is. If it's if it's covid fucking our brains up or whatever but like when everyone is inviting each other to their like backyard barbecues and pool party vibes and natural wine gatherings the only thing i'm thinking of is like oh i would like to do all of this just with none of you here no offense to my close friends and family but (laughs) thank you it's not it's not a it's not a vacation if i have to be on and entertain and have thoughtful opinions and i want to i want to lay by a pool alone with a book king and some king first of all you can't first of all you can't read i'm only reading screenplays i just i got a lot to get through (laughs) good point good point yeah you're assistant could only read so many you made them work over the holiday weekend yeah, i'm doing my part bro we went to two barbecues yesterday and, and and look i had a great time but there were no it wasn't a mensa gathering it's not like we're asking you to <laughs> to you know talk about real issues we're shooting the shit i know i know but i i think i may have been desensitized or not desensitized but like i've been i've been programmed as a as an elite gatekeeping podcast creator to where mm. like why am i talking to you people about all this stuff when I could be saying it into a microphone for our thousands and thousands of loyal listeners and fans who will, you know, get enjoyment out of it, be entertained by it, and then also I can I can make a nickel off of it versus giving it away for free to all these folks. <laughs> so you you're know? saying so you're saying talking to friends and acquaintances is now looked at as a lost income stream. Precisely. Damn, bro, that's twisted. I thought I was twisted cuz I hate holidays and people act like I'm a grinch. What you just said is even worse. You can't even have a conversation with somebody without recording it for money. Well, I can. 
I would just. You don't want I just to. don't see the you point. I just to. don't see the reason to. <laughs> Damn. So I guess we're never going to hang out again unless we got the mic. I mean, that's fine. With Talking me. to you is fine. It's more. It's. I don't. I don't feel the need to. You know, entertain you as much, or it's easier for you because we're so close. Versus, you know, other. Like, hey, haven't seen you in a while. What have you been up to? And you're just like, uh-huh. and then the Curb Your Enthusiasm music starts playing in my head. I'm like, well, you know, I've been doing this and, you know, work's going yeah. good. And, no, it's true. You know, true. all that stuff. But Well, look, Jason, think about this. Think I'm, about I'm this. not actually complaining. But now I'm saying now that, um, I mean, we talk about all the time uh, where I'll complain about stuff and complain about stuff. And you're like, yeah, motherfucker, try doing it without drinking. And then talk to me about how bad all these parties are. And now, now that I've been sober for 72 hours, <laughs> you're feeling that. Oh, I'm in a tailspin. First of all, I would like to, I would like to just not, not to blow your spot up, but just to clear some things up. You are gone off the eddies though. So it's not, you're not really marijuana is not a drug. All, all of our listeners know that shout outs to our friends at pure beauty. I'm not saying it's a. I'm not saying it's a drug or it's not a drug. I'm just saying you're under the influence of something. I'm literally gone off of a a small cup of sparkling water that someone (laughs) was nice enough to to give me when they were juggling a case of wine in their left hand. (laughs) Well, the the difference is for me, I am not a social smoker. I can't like the idea of me. Yeah, you are a pussy. (laughs) You can only smoke. You can only chief on the couch. Yeah, me me hitting the spleef and then. You know, meeting a bunch of new folks yeah. is my idea of 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 liquid hell. Like that when yeah. the when the ocean is on fire in the Gulf of Mexico, that's what my brain thinks getting super super baked and then meeting a bunch of new people and talking is super super lit. So all I want to do as an antisocial smoker, where I take care of, are you saying that you're a member of the antisocial smoker club? Uh, yeah, I'm not anti-anti. I am just plain old anti. Just regular anti. I'm just That's regular was... anti. So all I'm thinking about is like, me cannot wait to go home and and chief solo. You know, t- I don't. You know, take my clothes off, get a get a nice beverage that I can that I can control, have whatever I want. You know, listen to some music, watch watch a movie, just lay around. That's my idea of of you know it's it's Virgo problems. Look, I look, I'm I'm with you, King. And as and as much as I hate the way alcohol makes me feel after consuming it and how it inhibits my ability to drive legally, I hate what it does for my caloric intake, the way my body feels, my hangovers, my anxiety, my depression, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It is truly a perfect social drug. I look, I mean that's why it's the most popular thing in America probably, besides obviously Donald Trump. It's mainly Trump. It's mainly Trump. Yeah, I mean, I I understand. Unfortunately, I think socializing has become even more of my life's blood, considering I can't lubricate it with any substances. So I have to just, I have to mm, get. You're get, white knuckling it. I'm white knuckling, but I have to get high off the challenge of conversation with newbies. You know that the, oh. the the mental warfare of keeping a conversation going with someone that may or may not be interesting is um, <laughs> kind of how I flex my. Chris said, "I'm sober, but hold my beer. I'm about to freaking talk to you guys about all kinds of stuff." All my zero point zero Heineken wad mansplain <laughs> polo shirts to you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's now, good. No, I mean I like the way that you're repackaging that into a into a way that could work for you. I think that's healthy. Well, I, I mean, yesterday at the at the first event, thank you to uh, Darren and Lonnie, our hosts, but that was a professional event. Yeah. That had grown and sexy 
we make a little cash energy, mm-hmm. um, which obviously puts me at ease. Yeah, it had throw it in the bag vibes. <laughs> like there was the, the amount of natural wine and champagnes that had been brought into the ice bucket. It was over. There was no room. There, there, it couldn't even. Yeah, yeah. It. The bucket full of natty wine was was literally overflowing. If this was just a week ago and it was normal, broke ho TJ looking to get a nice <laughs> funky orange or three into my gullet. <laughs> I would have been free buzz. I would have been you'd have been twisted. Happy as a pig and shit, but a dead a dead ass looked like somebody robbed psychic wines. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, instead, it really I'm did. like, ooh, we do y'all have spin drift? Now these kombuchas, they're not hard, right? I just want to make <laughs> I just want to be clear. But the who is the who is the the chef they hired? Because that shit looked that was serious business. They hired they hired a primal primal paleo leaning taco man. I, I I spoke to him briefly. He's from Riverside. He was wearing a he was wearing a Ben Davis snapback, so I trusted that's him. That's lit. That's lit. They give those to you in the mail if you live in Riverside. I didn't realize that. Okay, that's great. But yeah, yeah it, was, it, just, it was as a taxpayer, they just give them. It to was you. a very prof- it was a very professional activation. There was just a few kids around. The sun was out, especially coming days off of the article that was that was trending about how grilling grilling meat is a inferior cooking method. Did you see this going around, Chris? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I I, I um I skip over stuff like that because it's not in my interest area but i would love to get the cliff's notes from tj i i didn't read the article because it was it was clearly just clickbait stuff to get what was it what was it what, what it was basically what? just some like outlet no no what i think it was publishes? it was food insider which is an offshoot of business oh, insider oh fuck out of here bro business <laughs> insider you want me to pay 50 dollars to read about the dutch oven divas and now you want me to pay <laughs> you, you you want me to keep my subscription going to read about you shitting on mm-hmm. grilling america's favorite pastime? couldn't get further away from the inside if you ask me that's anti-American. It sentiment. is. It is. But some not on July Fourth. Some not fucking on July 4th. boner wrote an article about how, like, be, let's be honest, grilling is the worst way to cook, and that's why. And it, it was coming from, and it was like, this is why we all cook most of our food indoors because it's a superior method. And it listed all these reasons, like your your grill is probably really dirty. I thought that made the shit taste better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same type of, you know, like a white guy complaining about like the cast iron skillet having a bunch of bacon grease on it. Like that's a bad thing. Like that's literally the idea of it. That's the whole point is to have seasoning. At a certain point, are we just going to start seeing articles where like sex sucks? Here's why. (laughs) Like, like honestly, drugs and sex and and eating are about all we have. Like, let's, Mm -hmm. let's just let it rock, man. Like, let it rock. Of course, there's, 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 you know, bad versions and good versions of all this stuff, but that's the lowest form of clickbait it is it really is i mean but also that's that form of clickbait and those types of articles like they have the potential to be entertaining fun and funny yeah not so serious like if you but they're always serious yeah but they're always serious and they're always written by like a super dorky ass person and all of their takes are just they're not insensitive to other cultures, but they're just like really ignorant and close-minded and like somebody with a, a very small worldview. Well, it's only funny if you just shit on it and you're stupid about it, not trying to make some like intellectual. I mean, but even if the, your takes are intellectually sound and they just happen to be like, no, they're boring, kind of kind of silly and funny, then like, that's great. I'll read that shit if it's purely for entertainment. But those articles are just purely so they'll be trending on on Twitter and then everyone will read it and want to click through and they'll make an extra seven grand on their fucking... This reminds me of the, the you know, 
D- different but similar when the the L.A. bagel bait story yeah, yeah, was, yeah. was was just sorry New York L.A. makes the best yeah. uh, New York style pizza now here's why and then they're like yeah. are you fucking kidding me dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude are you fucking serious dude um, yeah, yeah. nah but it's 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 I mean that's insane and I'm glad I missed that because there's enough articles that I read that, that make me mad. Mm-hmm. That's kind of all I do all day is, is read about how TikTokers want to unionize and they deserve they, they want you know health benefit <laughs> health benefits for being content creators that is something i agree with as a as an influencer it you are a content I, I actually witnessed i helped tj create some content yesterday what do you think of some of my work is it usable i don't know if it's gonna be usable luckily i've got we we blacked out two days on the calendar i'm gonna i'm gonna be shooting today as well we'll see if i can pull anything okay because I, I i'm, I'm sorry i was under pressure it was a little hot i didn't realize what i was getting into i know no it's not your fault it's not your fault but this is why you know as a producer you kind of you want to schedule more days than less just to make sure safety days. When budget's not a concern of, of a small production of this size. We're kind of doing it for the love, you know, so it's 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 not that <laughs> I don't mind working on a holiday is what I'm I saying. do it for the love of signal boosting uh, direct to consumer <laughs> VC funded companies. <laughs> I do it <laughs> making I, sure that their life's dreams and goals are fulfilled and, and I just want more stuff out there in the world. So if I can help that in any way, mm-hmm. then I'm kind of I, I feel pretty good. Just about more it. stuff, but I mean that—that's—that's that's an attitude that I have been trying to take as I am creating more branded hashtag ad content. Is like, you know, anyone can do it, and anyone can complain about it, and anyone can think it's cheesy. But I think it is cool and interesting when somebody is when somebody's not like I'm going to do this thing that is going to suck, and I'm just going to do the sucky thing, and I'm going to get money for it, and. It's just going to be a bummer, and hopefully in a few days it'll all blow over, and then we'll forget that I did this. You did, you did do do another Mercury jewelry campaign, <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm sorry to see that. I'm sorry to see that, but look, I understand. We, money is money. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm I'm just going to do that, but I think it's more interesting when when anybody does a thing that's more difficult. Of like, I'm going to attempt to be the person who made this thing that was not cool or good cool and good for the first time and i feel like that's how you really i would love to challenge you then i'm going to start reaching out to yeah i follow this newsletter that tells me about new dtc brands Mm -hmm. so maybe i'm just going to reach out to the craziest ones and see if they'll get you to do sponsored content yeah absolutely i I say the same thing when i'm when i'm talking to my life partner about stuff where she's a wardrobe stylist a brand that's really bad wants to hire her to do something and she's like "Mm, i don't know I always try to tell her, like, anyone can be like, hey, can you style this Bottega Veneta shoot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, can I make, like, a cool and popular brand look cool and popular? Like, pretty much anyone could do that, you know? But if you can really, you know, I I feel like you really make waves and people take notice when you're like, oh, this person made zara look actually really sick or or h&m look actually really sick. that's I what like i that's did that's how you move the chains that's what i did with you they said chris <laughs> <laughs> we got this thing it's not look it's not great but we think you could do something something with it something special with it and that's how mm-hmm. how long gone was kind of born a lot of people will say like it's a little rough around the edges but the bones are there but for me it's like the bones aren't there <laughs> and it and it is a little rough around the edges. So let me say, and it, and the redeeming <laughs> values are yet to be determined. 
but that's why um, you bring in someone at, at my level. You bring in someone at my level, a little more top down approach, kind of a hands off. Top down and hands off is how. That's exactly how you get me in bed. Exactly. Exactly. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to. I can do it with no hands. You know that, right, Chris? I have, you've told me that before. I have yet to witness it. So please let me know when you're going to do it with no hands soon. I would love to see that. Yeah. I mean, in the last six months, a lot of people have learned that they love the way that my booty go <laughs> when I do it with no hands. <laughs> that's well. That's why you're getting these sponsored content deals, and I'm not. Well, you know, not everyone's willing to show as much skin as I am. Speaking of ass, I was reading um, page six this morning. I don't think it's that bad, but go ahead. I saw some breaking news uh, that Noah Cyrus and Demi Lovato were holding hands at the Space Jam A New Legacy after party at Six Flags. <laughs> and, bro, I'm just saying, I, I hope that these two are happy and in love. To, to, they've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they these uh, so there's this picture of them. And their outfits are absolutely fucking demented. <laughs> like the craziest, like it's the craziest group of clothing I've ever seen on two people. And I just don't understand. Like, do you ever look at people sometimes and their clothing and be like, where did you get this stuff? <laughs> like, I don't even know. I don't even know how you found all of these items and then chose to put them together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those situations. Clearly a store doesn't sell these, these yeah, garments. Yeah, yeah. So like, like did you, did you, did you trade it with a local <laughs> townsperson yeah, yeah, this, for goods and services? Or yeah, did you make them? They look like chicks that work at Crossroads. <laughs> like they look like they just took all this, like they, they took from every section of stuff that j- they just got and put it all on at once to hit the hit the after party like the spice girls sporty you got posh you got but it's a mix baby of all of but them. you you put them all like if if baby wore posh's shoes what the hell it'd yeah, be kind of like yeah. that but demi i mean it's it's just really twisted and i just you know also <laughs> going to six flags that's crazy bro you you went and saw an animated movie and then hit six flags that's my nightmare oh 1000 percent. i think that was that seemed to be a who's who even though i love coasters you know i'm a coaster freak i didn't know that you're a coaster freak. oh i love a coaster put me in the back i keep my seat belt off i like to get a little airtime. you know what i'm saying much like lebron fuck? james in space jam what the fuck? <laughs> well, I read this story, so I was I was a I'm a coaster enthusiast. I, I truly do not know any. I'm of this. crazy. I'm crazy for coasters. I mean, I'm not going to go to a theme park unless I have special treatment. Of course, I'm not going to like wait in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I, I I when I got super when I was I was just researching coasters years ago, and I read this insane just for pleasure. Well, I read this insane story, and I think it might have been in like Vanity Fair or something because it was just really insane. But like these people, I mean, their coaster coverage on VF is. Second to none. V- VF.com, I go for Hollywood first and Coaster second. Mm-hmm. But then the, but they're an authority. There was a story, and I might, I, basically, there's a story about this like community of coaster enthusiasts that trade secrets on coasters and which car to ride it, you know, like the whole, like, oh, like that kind of shit. Got it. And so, you know, there, and there was also secrets about how to kind of stop the bar from going all the way down or the seatbelt so you catch air. You know, if you're in the very back car, you levitate a bit, um, much like when you're on edibles for you, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, okay, I'm listening. And or like the way I feel after a G Easy verse. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. One of the people, one of the leaders of this of this subreddit, basically. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they died. It, it gets it's crazier. They flew out of the the, the coaster and were were impaled by a tree. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what these people deserve. Don't come for coaster. I, I have the same stance people. on all this stuff. The ocean roller coasters hot air balloons like you get what you get this is where i'm an ally to the african-american community is none of this stuff is worth it you probably will live if you go on a hot air balloon 
but if something goes wrong, you are 100% dying. And it, you will probably live if you go on a roller coaster, but the safety bar that's there to keep you from flying out and dying, if you try to remove that, you know, it's like, Man, um, bro, if you, you really drive are, a car bitch made, without dog. a seatbelt, you, the chances of you dying are much higher. You are bitch made. I knew that about you. You won't even. You're weighing the pros and cons. It's the same reason why I stopped doing cocaine. After a while, You're not the way die. I felt after doing cocaine was not worth the way I felt while on cocaine. And that's all. That's all. Every drug or every everything, you know, every food, everything that you just wager that pro versus con. You have, a and point. to me, the pleasure that I get out of riding a fucking stupid ass roller coaster is not enough. It sounds to risk like dying. it sounds like somebody uh, is a little upset that they don't fit in the cars. It sounds like it sounds like no. Thank God, it's the perfect excuse. You're feeling disrespected by the coaster community, and you're lashing out. That's what it feels like to me. <laughs> The coaster community are a bunch of losers. I'll say it. I mean, look. But what you know, when I was a little kid, was I afraid of roller coasters? The answer is yes. <laughs> now it's more of just like it's just it's just dumb. The coasters have gotten too advanced. That's the problem. It's like I don't I don't want to go up. I just want a classic wooden rickety coaster with big drops. Oh, I don't want to go upside down. I don't want you know what I mean. I don't need to go into like bro. This is this isn't a Skrillex show. I wish it was. That was a big drop joke. Sorry. Oh, but the but the wood. <laughs> The wood, the wood one, like the, okay, there was a classic wood roller coaster at Six Flags called Colossus. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you have ridden it as an enthusiast. Guess what happened at the Colossus like four years ago? What happened, Jason? It lit on fire. That sounds like an act of arson against the coaster community. <laughs> and I, I don't, I, I, unless you're taking, I don't, I mean, we know you're, you're talking to ISIS about the basketball stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Did they claim this crime or is this something that you're putting? Yeah, we claimed it. Okay. So ISIS TJ, once again, uh, an act of terrorism on Southern California. Shit, dude, this shit ain't worth it, bro. <laughs> this shit. Okay. Like when you go into the ocean, like the ocean is amazing, but, and like you can go out. 20 feet 30 feet 50 feet and it's cool but like do i need to go 300 feet out like when you see those people that are super far out there like what are you getting from that that is worth you know if something does go wrong and you're stuck out there in the middle of the ocean 100 feet deep nobody can see you you're just a dot in the eyes of dwayne johnson's binoculars as <laughs> working tower 17 bro at that point is it really like do, is that what you needed to do jason you could say this about so many things like did, yeah did, you know you you gorging yourself on pastries from portos do you need to do that no but you know you felt like doing it much like if i want a challenging <laughs> swim yeah but i'm not gonna die if i eat an extra spinach and feta turnover no you're not gonna die but there's gonna be some repercussions you know what I mean? It, it's about what you. It's about risk and reward. Some people get a great reward. Some people. And get if, a great if reward. I ride Space Mountain and I sit in the back and I try to get a little levitation, the the risk is instant and guaranteed decapitation. Unfortunately, end I'm, of life, bloody mess. The fans are pissed when it when the risk happens <laughs> for me eating a little Porto's nibbler. I'm going to have to do an extra 10 minutes on the elliptical tomorrow. Oh, that's what you think. But, you know, I, I, I we don't know if 10 minutes is enough. And I would rather, <laughs> obviously, obviously, I would rather die than be fat, as you know. And and you'd rather die doing what you love. I would rather die doing what I love, which is Getting a little bit of sick air on a sick coaster. And the best part about, I mean, the thing, that, I haven't been to a theme park in literally years because they're hell. Good. But I do appreciate that the theme park industry uh, has has 
much like you know nightlife in Vegas, you can just pay more to not do it to not wait in any lines. So I, I do think yeah, that that's the, true. I do think that the the option to do that is interesting. And if I were to go to a theme park to get my coaster fix, mm-hmm. I would pay top dollar to, of course, have an escort and cut the line. And I think they need to normalize that being okay. Because when you go on an airplane, the class system is sort of understood of like, all right, that person is sitting in first class because they spent you know forty eight hundred on this ticket, and I'm sitting. 10 rows behind them because I spent $400 on the ticket mm-hmm. and everyone kind of knows what time it is. Yeah, but you're if saying. you're, if you're Chrissy Teigen and, and big John legend at Disneyland and you're cutting past all the, all the fucking sicko fatties from Idaho, Shots mm-hmm. goes out to Idaho waiting in line. They're going to be like, boo, you think you're better than us? I like, guess I do feel, I wouldn't be able to enjoy the well, perks of paying more because oh, I'm I'm not as much of a monster. As it doesn't bother me at all. Why would Nikki I, voice. I would have my security with me, obviously, to deal with that, and I would be wearing sunglasses and a hat. Security can do a lot of things, but they can't. Uh, they can't really do much about the piercing laser gaze. Are of, we sure that? Are we sure that tourists? I, might, that's gaze. G A Z E. By the way, so we understand. Of course, okay. of course. I mean, do you think people like that are even there to ride coasters or just try to find the biggest soda they can get? You know, it might not even be. They might not even be in that line. They're in the line for the soda. These sodas are big, but you know, where are the bigger? Ones? Yeah, sixty-four ounces. This is ain't gonna cut it. I'm I'm thirsty. I was reading uh, a newsletter that I enjoy this morning uh, called The Trend Report uh, by this guy, Kyle Fitzpatrick, and he had something that mm-hmm. I thought that... Um, I love trends. You know, you would like to kind of hear about uh, from a friend of friend of the show, Toby Keith. He has a new song called Happy Birthday America, and just some of the lyrics, you know, seems like everybody's pissing on the red, white, and blue. Did he drop this track today? I hope so. Your children want to turn you into something other than yourself, and they burn your flag in the city streets more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Toby's got the Draco out. Yeah, that's poetry. Have you listened to much Toby? I don't listen to a ton of Toby, but you know, it's it's in his best interest with his demographic of uh, of hill people to to sing stuff about that. You know, people who don't understand that. I think Toby's more of a pop star. If I'm being honest, bro, I don't think he's really a hill country whisperer you know drake says he's still in the streets serving fiends but you know (laughs) same same vibe does drake actually say he's in the streets serving fiends doesn't he have a line about how i'm i'm a pop star or i'm not a pop star he's claiming he is a pop star not a doctor right right. i'm not a doctor i'm a pop star so he's he is a pop star but then he also he's not serving fiends he's saying i'm I'm in the lab with 40 creating a masterpiece on that specific song that's what he's saying but on many other songs he 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 like many other rappers claims to be as a rapper should claims to still be in the streets still he's not actually on the corner of 81st and lennox you know doing <laughs> doing dime bag deals bro he's on the he's on the corner of that za hey i'm out i'm outside of uh i'm outside of sweaty <laughs> betty's on ossington if you want a dime bag there eh yeah if you want to come down i got and i've got change okay i can give you a couple toonies <laughs> back i got a couple toonies here i can give you back if you if you need. i got a fistful of toonies with your name on it ready to make change brother man but you, you, you know he, he he's not obviously would drake doing the murdering himself or the drug dealing himself but he will say that hey 
not only do I make money off of my tour, my merchandise, album sales, and other various endorsements, <laughs> failed whiskey companies, but I also have a pretty good amount of dirty money coming in you don't know, from my drug dealing and murdering. You don't know if Drake is serving packs out of the back of the OVO store at the Eaton Center. You don't know, bro. You you really don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't know that he is doing it himself but i know for a fact that his retail associate his sales associates are for sure you're not saying and you're not talking about ovo sweatsuits you're talking about illegal contraband well they're not making money off of the clothes so how else are they keeping the lights on chris jason actually that's where you're wrong it's a very it's a it's a booming business with expansion to multiple locations in the u.s as well as japan look we all know that nobody has walked into an ovo store and bought something in the last six months even fans of drake are like eh, i'm all set Jason, I hate to tell you this, but you're wrong. I, I really do hate to tell you this, but you're wrong. I don't think you understand the power of celebrity, which is crazy because you do. Gr- you did grow up in Los Angeles, and you're talking to one right now. Nobody wears OVO anymore. Nobody wears OVO sweatpants anymore. Jason, no one, no one you know wears it because that's what happens when things get actually popular. We don't see it anymore because it, you know the three places you go in Glendale. Unfortunately, they're wearing essentials. I keep my eyes. Peeled to the streets, Chris. I'm a trend forecaster. I know a lot about fashion compared <laughs> to you. The streets that you're on in Glendale, where Fish King is, or maybe the local Ralphs, are not really the places I'm going to see to see what the kids are wearing. You're, when's the last time you? I would you disagree. You I would you disagree. Ta- the Ralphs Fresh Fair in Glendale probably has the highest per capita amount of failed ovo owl sweatpants that you're going to see in 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 a, gr- a greater metropolitan area. You don't even come tap in with me at the Beverly Center. That's where it's all happening. You already know that's where it's happening. Because if you don't see the Essentials leather tag on the dick, then you ain't got no bread. That's the number one. Even though these sweatshirts are only $100. In my neighborhood, there's a lot of Essentials going on, but it's clearly not real. It's it's fake Essentials. No, Essentials is so cheap, it's probably real. Like The price point is pretty low. Not for everyone, Chris. Not for everyone. Not everyone thinks that a $100 pair of shorts is cheap. Sure, not everyone, but oh. anyone who's interested in fashion mm-hmm. would, or well, more accurately, anyone that's interested in fear of God, uh, fog, as we call it on this program. Any one of our listeners who has a passion for swag? Which, which church do you think uh, Jerry takes his family to? I would love to go tap in because now the Hillsong is canceled. Is there a cool street? What's the cool streetwear church that's taking? But I guess it's Mosaic. But that's the one near me. That that's not even. That, but that should. Well, it, well, for Jerry, his church is undefeated. That's a good. That's I go. I go there to worship anytime a new Kobe drops. So I understand that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, okay, well, one one cool and good thing I did this weekend was I had. Bay and I had our first real actual date night in the way that things happened pre-pandemic. Like we went to dinner and a movie and none of that was altered or changed or modified for any COVID restrictions. Like went to a restaurant, sat down, had a full meal, went to a parking structure in Burbank, (laughs) went to a movie theater packed full of Zoomers and watched a movie with no mask on in a room full of people and then got in the car and drove home and talked about how bad the movie was like it was even though it's so simple and so close to what we've all been doing that that was the first time that i've had dinner in a movie in you know probably two years congrats bro you're a fucking normie now how does it feel well i mean that's how deprived of that simple 
slept on activity that we have we've been to where that was almost novel exciting and fun i under, i i understand that i understand that i mean i think that i guess i'm i'm encountering i mean things are pretty i haven't worn a mask in days at this point you know which feels yeah same which feels good but there's still don't worry on this side i mean except the metaphorical ones that we all of wear. course i'm i'm cucked by society um but if you mm-hmm. i think that if you go to the right places this these kind of uh, the kind of stuff you're talking about is is fully accomplishable and easy easy to do i know but like just just to go like movie theaters have been open for a little while like we could go see boogie in theaters the brought to you by eddie wong you know what that seemed like it was like two or three months ago yeah, when probably you could was. Go but see i'm sure it was but it, but it wasn't the same yeah, it, it was, was like, like seven people were allowed in the theater yeah. everyone has their mask on and it's not the same it's it's not the it's not fucking raw there were no teenagers I mean? throwing skittles at the screen and finger blasting their girlfriend i mean you know no. it's, it's you got two masks on it's like hitting with two magnums on it just it ain't. You, it's technically doing it but it, the soul and the spirit is lost but this this was the first raw dog date night that i had and it didn't even matter that zola was a bad movie it was still an enjoyable evening i'm shocked that you chose to see zola over fast nine i truly abhor the fast fury i do i do too i mean i'm gonna go franchise. i'm gonna go, i'll go see zola soon but i the fact the, the amount of people that i know that talk about fast and furious and like it's funny to go see it <laughs> i can't tell if they're kidding or not like is it ironic no i think it's real i think it's real i think it's i think it's become some type of like friends like oh, scenario where it's like a Stockholm syndrome effect of like these are just characters that you know so well that it just it has become comforting and you don't care that the whole thing is just a commercial for America and the cars I've never that they I'm make. not exaggerating I think people think I'm lying I've never seen a single one of those movies and I'm, I wish that my hymen was still intact I just don't but like, I have how, how do you get to a point where that's appealing to you I don't. I just don't like. Is your life that boring? That's that's worse than playing cards against humanity. I don't, I don't think it's a boring thing. I think like the the restrictions and governor that you set on yourself. Oh, I like what you did there. Is not strong enough. <laughs> that was that is a card turn. I like what you did there. Yeah, no, it, it's you. You you don't have enough constitution set for yourself. The standards are not high enough to where. You know, like if I don't like a movie, I will I will violently avoid it. I will badmouth it publicly. I will, you know, the same way, like, like I, I, I hate McDonald's. And that's, McDonald's is fast, the Fast and Furious campaign for me. It's like, it is comforting. It's there for many people. It's just, you know, like, we, I got to go get my McFlurry or like the fries. I'm having a bad day. I just need to hit the drive-thru and get fries. It's comforting. It's there. But it's awful. It's awful. If fries, if fries make you feel good after a hard day, that's tough, man. I mean, we're all there, and it's all fine. It's all good. I love French fries, but and I'm sure McDonald's French fries are great. But I just couldn't. I'm like, you know what? I'm 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 just gonna set my I'm gonna draw my line in the sand, and I'm never gonna go to McDonald's because I just think it's bad and wrong. And I could I could always do. It's better. funny you say, it's funny you say that because I've literally been to McDonald's with you in the last six months. But I appreciate that was only for scientific purposes to try the Travis Scott food. But like like my girlfriend, for example, she loves McDonald's, and it's kind of a, an issue in our relationship because I'm 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 adamantly against it, and I'll go with her. You know every you know i don't know once or twice a year i'll say quarterly i would say no 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 no. i would say every six months and i'll go there and i'll try to do it and i'll get the thingy and whatever it is 
And it's just, I just think it's disgusting. Well, it is. But I'm obviously in the minority and many people think it's great and love it. And it's the same thing as Fast. I think the Fast (laughs) Fast and Furious franchise is a disgusting franchise for for idiots. Uh, But a lot of people find it comforting. And there's a lot of things that I find very comforting. That are t- that's just terrible, and those are just the battles that you choose. Well, first of all, well, all that being said, R.I.P. Paul Walker, what a legend! He was hot. Was he in anything else? Hell no. I think he was. I think he was in like a maybe some modeling. No, I'm no, sure he's. I'm sure he was stuff. in an Abercrombie catalog, but I think I, I'm saying like I yeah. think he might have been in like a, you know, some like ten things I hate about you type shit. May have been that he he was probably in a movie where he played like a guy who like is like a helicopter pilot. Mm. You know, his kid died and he has to avenge or some shit like that. I, we watched a great show. I, I don't know if you, if uh, we watched it earlier and then didn't finish it and finished it last night. It's called Hacks on HBO. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar? Mm-hmm. It's it's really good. I really liked it. Yeah, that was that's that's a very divisive show. I mean, of, of course people... it of course it has its cor- corny parts, but like it's good overall. I mean, I think the 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 lead actress is very like the the aging comedian mm-hmm. um is very good. And the girl, so the the writer, I looked her up on Wikipedia last night. And I'm like, "Oh, she looks like a normal chick." And then I've scrolled down. She Paul Newman is her nephew, her uncle. I'm like, "All right, this bitch, she plugged up. We're all plugged up. Hollywood is a game, baby." Hollywood nepotism continues. Yeah, I I watched that show. The thing that I liked about it the most was like the salty old broad style jokes. Yeah. And like, you know, I just think that's not something you see on TV very often. You know what I mean? Like I, I, it's tough for that kind of stuff to get pushed through. And I think it got pushed through because it was sort of showing the, the changing of the guard from the, the old style comedian of we did it, we did it this way. And I, you know, you think you're having a problem with, you know, equal rights and shit like that and sexual harassment. Like, I grew up in the 60s doing this when I was the only one, blah, blah, blah. You know, like a little Mrs. Maisel kind of energy with that. But I did like that. That I always love, you know, probably just because I'm old, but like those, you know, those kind of salty old broad version of, you know, the female version of a dad joke, you know, where it's yes. just like, uh, it's just sitting right there and you can't not say it. I always have a soft spot for that shit. I liked it, though. I think it's good. And I mean, there was a couple twists that were pretty funny. Yeah, all in all, pretty good. I, I enjoyed watching it. I ain't mad at it. I also just like to watch anything that's not on Netflix, so that made me feel good, always. You're like, I'm, I'm, I know I'm paying for Netflix, but I'd like to watch something where it costs a little bit more. You know, there's part of me that would love to, to, to cancel all streaming services. That's your version of, of unplugging? Yeah, my version of unplugging is canceling... Of a, of a digital cleanse? Netf- Netflix, and well, I mean, you're Hulu with ads, I guess I could live without, and then... Um, no, 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 I'm... I'm back. I know. You know that there's no ads, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, HBO Max is a, a Jake Davis production. So I, I guess I would only have to cancel one. I, I would like to not use any of them. And then what if I didn't use Spotify and Apple Music and just listen to the radio? That happens. Whenever I'm in the car, I, I almost always just listen to the radio just as a, a bit of nostalgia. And I like, I, I, I think about things like that. I mean, obviously, when we were talking to, um, yeah, when we had Mikey Alfred on and he was talking about how he just has like a collection of Blu-rays and that's yeah. how he watches everything. Like, you know, I think that's kind of cool. And I have, I have another friend of mine who collects cassette tapes. He has like an old car. So he has like a cool collection of cassette tapes. Yeah. And you just listen, like normally you listen to your podcasts and walk around and, blah 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 stream all your shit but when you're in the car that has the cassette deck 
then you only are going to listen to you know Siamese Dream on cassette or yeah I know you I know you have you know at least two hundred Grateful Dead bootlegs on cassette so that's pretty <laughs> cool for you that's... no no those are not for playing Christopher those are not for playing but all, and also my friend Stevie shout out Stevie he has a thing that I really like is his cassette collection he has like a nice little decorative case with I don't know maybe like two dozen cassettes of his top picks. And those live in the kitchen. So whenever he's mm. in there cooking, that's when he'll put on just a, oh, that's a cassette cool. album. That's cool. I and mean, I was like, that's a, that's a perfect setting to listen to a cassette. I refuse to participate in the cassette comeback, but I appreciate that style. I think that is that is cool to to kind of limit yourself to only classics. The the takeaway that I was uh, about my movie you know movie in the theater situation and regular date night like that is like i think that's kind of what has been missing from our return to entry in into our normal life and world are all the activities that are sort of in the middle we've mm. we've just been either sitting at home or going to santorini there's no in between or yeah it's it's just been the two extremes sitting at home doing jack shit or like going to a house party where everyone is just like desperately doing ketamine, like taking it way too far. Yeah. And nobody had all the stuff in the middle of like, what if we just went to dinner and a movie? And like, sometimes that's just what you need. And sometimes that's just what you want. Like, it's the same as like only having McDonald's or Noma. Fucking Noma. We also need some fast casual in the middle. Like we, we, that, that's sort of the, the puzzle pieces that normal people need needed to fill in their life to feel a little more complete i guess and i think that's like i think that's going to be the big factor not to be all kyle chaka on it but i think that's going to be the the factor that sort of fills in all the gaps of our you know just listless wandering through our lives in the last year of like just that normal regular shit speak for yourself i'm never trying to do that but i understand what you're, <laughs> I understand what you're saying. that's not true i don't do so i i'm i'm all set like i don't what do you mean you're all set you you don't everyone cool goes to dinner in a movie no i don't i like i only like it's to, a timeless activity oh no i'm not i'm not more power to you i'm just i i would prefer i i, I think that's too late okay well you i know that you go to dinner right yeah, but I want to. But you don't watch movies in the theater. No, I only thing, watch right? movies in the theater. But I'm only going to go. Okay, then what's your beef? I'm only going to go in the morning when it's not busy. <laughs> also, just like, also if you just if you same thing as your roller coaster riding. Huh, if you Chris? go dinner in a movie, bro, we're looking at a 10, 11 p.m. bedtime. That's crazy. Like I can't. It doesn't have to be that way. You can go to a five fifteen dinner, seven seven p.m. movie. You're you're brushing your teeth and putting on your mask at nine forty five. Yeah, but you bitch. but you never know. What if the movie gets you worked up and you can't sleep? And some of us don't have access to you know we aren't we're not we're not <laughs> able to you know puff the CBD to relax. If you're if the movie gets you worked up, you're like oh I'm just tossing and turning in bed. Yeah, I'm sweating like a whore in church just thinking about how uh how the the C story arc fell apart in the third act that's what would happen to that's why you don't that's i'm starting to think that's why you didn't go see fast nine <laughs> because you knew you couldn't sleep for days because you'd be just mulling no, over no, the no, plot no. lines that, crying that about was because Paul of walker Paul. jerking off to jerking off to vin diesel and that, that's another reason why i hate the fast franchise i hate vin diesel What's the problem with Big Vin? Because he's a better DJ than you? The only good acting role he's ever done was Groot. 
Is he a better DJ than you? Be honest. Fuck no. <laughs> he might be, dog. I mean, fuck all celebrity DJ. Russell Peters, fuck you. You suck at comedy and DJ. Russell Peters ain't part of the conversation. Fuck Russell Peters. It's on site, even though he's Canadian. Ronnie Selk- Selkley, NBA star turned DJ, the only other DJ that's taller than me. <laughs> Fuck you, Ronnie. There's got to be some more that are okay. There's got to be a couple that are okay. No, no, no. Shaq doesn't count. Oh, you're saying because Shaq's got, Shaq is in the mix. Yeah, it's, his name is DJ Diesel, and he only plays violent dubstep track. <laughs> so did, can, we get Sha- can we get Shaq like an NTS show, or is that not... Is it too aggressive? No, Shaq has an NBA show, not an oh, NTS show. The, the, the check hits a little bit different. I get, I get my acronyms confused. <laughs> Do you think Shaq is a NTS founding member? Shaq makes sizable donations <laughs> to NTS. What is Shaq? Into, keep underground music What is Shaq's going with his business manager being like, all right, we gave 100000 to cancer research. We gave $2 million to inner city <laughs> basketball. Uh, let's get, you know what? Let's give 100000 to NTS because I, I know they, mm-hmm. I know that, you know, they're trying to up their bandwidth. You know I mean? They need some servers. So let's go ahead and do that. Now that Shaq has been in the game for a while, he knows that those Allen and Heath four channel mixers are not cheap. <laughs> To purchase or to maintain, but I also just Googled and Wikipedia Ronnie Seekle. Sek- Is that how you pronounce it? I think it's just Ronnie Seekle. 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 You're going a little too. You're going a little too crazy, bro. Well, his, his he it's he's Arabic, Lebanese. Oh, okay. So I don't know if it's pronounced with a little more a little more zatar on that. But <laughs> I his listed height and weight six ten two fifty three. So if I go see pickle rick and do a couple pilates classes i'm 6'10 so he's not technically taller than me but he does have about 50 pounds on on big tj yeah i mean look he can whip your ass on the decks and on the street is what it sounds like to me and <laughs> that ain't nothing well he's 56 years old so i don't know you know those i don't know how much you know he he probably has old man strength but if he's dj no, his knees are, he's got he's got bottle service belly his knees are you know, hurting knees for sure fu- he's probably got, he's got a, he, the hokas stay on in the booth you know what i mean to, to <laughs> keep to keep he got those special hokas. to keep the acls intact because you don't want to you don't want to you know the meniscus it's sensitive after uh when you're on when you're on hour seven after you're uh closing out after via lobo <laughs> In Turks and Cake, oh, the, it's 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 brutal on those kneecaps. To, to see the to see the sun rise, the only solution. Oh, by by the way, I did get a, uh, a pickle Rick update yesterday. A, a friend of mine uh, that that I met at undefeated uh, at the gym. She went. She's like in the fitness world, and she was like, "This was it was fucked up. It was so amazing." But thank, I'm so glad you warned me about the setting because I would have mm-hmm. definitely left. Hopefully, after all of Rick's <laughs> newfound business, thanks to our podcast, he'll get a studio. He spruced things up at the crib, but you know, I like his DIY spirit. I do too. I do too. I Not under- unlike our last podcast guest, who was a Zine maker. You know, I love Zines. Just keeping it under. Are you saying that? Are you saying that Pickle Rick is the DIY punk spirit that we need in our recovery? I think so. Well, I've been I've been using my um, Normatech boots. What is up with that name, Normatech? Is that like normal, like bro. somebody's name, or is it like normal? I don't know, but this the motherfucker is a lactic acid killer. I'll tell you that it pulls out the bra, and I am just it's it's it hits you in the lac. It just feels it, it really does feel pretty incredible. Like I do forty minutes after uh, if I do like a proper leg day or tennis or run 40 must be nice yeah who has the time well i mean you could do other stuff jason it's not like you're you know when you're fucking walking your dog you could be recovering think about that you can wear that while you're walking around i thought you have to just like lay no no no. i'm saying i'm saying some of us choose important things over raising rescue animals that's what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) oh 
Chris, you're not going to make any fans with that line of 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 speech. Oh, sorry, I value human life over over animals. It's crazy. I mean, I guess that's not very vegan of me. I do feel bad. Chris, is PETA coming? You for need me? you need to be rescued. Is what it sounds like. I don't. I don't want PETA. I'm a friend. I distributed your pamphlets for years. Don't come for me. <laughs> All right, I got two more items on the docket before we close out. What do you think about our Olympic sprinter? Shakari Richardson getting uh, getting let go from the Olympics for puffing on that pure beauty. Well, I mean, there's two sides of this. I mean, it's like obviously stupid, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, you mm-hmm. know, but also I think it's an understood thing with an Olympic athlete that they're going to test you for drugs. The rules are the rules. Yeah, I mean, the rules are stupid, but but the rules are stupid. Yeah, I mean, I, I love to break rules, and I, she's an incredible athlete and should absolutely be going to the Olympics. But also, you know, there is, I'm sure, if you are in the pipeline to go to the Olympics, you know what the rules are. Yeah, that's true. But, that's true. I mean, I, I think it's... I think it's a good step for for marijuana reform. Oh, totally. And I also think, I mean, it's more, the issue is more the Olympics being cursed, you know, in many ways. And probably, yeah. I mean, the Olympics are the real problem and it's antiquated and they're making a lot of, I mean, the swim cap thing is fucking crazy. The trans mm-hmm. testosterone stuff is crazy. I would say this is actually the least offensive thing the Olympics have done in the last week. <laughs> to be honest, like shout out to the hashtag no Olympics movement banning banning a certain kind of swim cap for for like black hair is insane. Yeah, like all of all of the trans stuff and like the the H like all, all the testosterone shit is absolutely insane. Okay, like it's 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 actually stupid and like truly offensive. Whereas like the weed thing is like uh, it, it's a little more cut and dry. You know, yeah, it's all bad. It's all bad. You know, but I, I think that it, it's it's kind of crazy when you think that's the least of the bad things they did in one week. Hopefully, in the near future, I'd say in the next ten years, marijuana use will be allowed in professional sports. I think it's where a lot of professional athletes are starting to get more vocal about it and I think it's already you know, happening. I mean, I think it's already happening and you know, obviously, I think in basketball and fo- football science is there, I the think facts basketball are there. and football maybe. It's already like they're not going to they want you, you know, you don't you don't get penalized, I believe. But it's not going to make you a bad person. Like I feel like you're less likely to you know, technical foul somebody mm-hmm. or I mean, I just or I, push CP3 from behind if you're gone off of the edibles. CP3 needed that push, but yeah, I mean, I think that <laughs> I, 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 you're, you're right. I, I agree with you. I mean, I think the whole thing is, is just. I mean, also the Olympics in general is, is like pretty antiquated. Yeah, like, I think we're all set on the Olympics, and and also we don't need to see. It's great, and I'm glad that they're getting some recognition because if you're an Olympic sprinter and you're the fastest person in the world. You know, unless you're the one person that gets the Wheaties box, like you're, de- well, that's you're the devoting difficulty. your life to that's a skill that makes you no money. Yeah, you make no- so I like that they get that recognition, but I think we just we got to burn the Olympics down and and start a new thing somehow. But because I mean, that's the Olympics will forever be around because it's a giant money maker for a lot of people, and it's also like one thing that the world comes together on. Yeah. Or I mean, I guess less so, less so now. But you know what I mean. It's time that we replace it with the Zolympics, which I think I need to go tap in and see what the latest is with that. That's the only Olympics I'm celebrating. I'm with you. <laughs> what was the What was the second trending topic that you needed to discuss with me? Well, I don't. It's a, it's a tough one. But have you seen what's going on over at the old Wee Spa, my favorite Korean spa in Koreatown? I was going to bring this up to you because I don't exactly understand. But I saw that Antifa had descended upon Wee Spa, which seems insane antifa and also alt-right trumpies were there too so we spa you've been there before right i actually haven't 
I mean, I'm familiar though. It's like a legendary. Yeah, it's spot. A, it's a big Korean spa. It's unisex. You walk in. There's the men's side. There's a woman's side. You go to the locker. You take all your clothes off, and you are sort of meant to walk around naked. Yeah. Um, they give you a, a a towel, but it's a tiny towel that. It's bigger than a hand towel, but it's not big enough to wrap around your body. Not gonna, it's not going to hold the hog. And it's sort of implied that you're a pussy if you cover up your dick when you're walking around. It's sort of like you go there to – it's like a little bit of a rite of passage. If you're a, you're, a, you're a dad, you bring your son there to see some hog for the first time. Mm. If you're a mom, you bring your daughter there to see – be f- familiarized and comfortable with the human body. Sure, sure, sure. And then you you go to the hot tub, you go to the cold tub, you lay around, you get a body scrub by an old Korean grandma, Halmany hits you with some leaves and shit, and then you shower up sure. and you go in the unisex room, you eat some noodles. It's it's nice. But there was a a trans person with male genitalia that was identifying as a woman, went to the female side of the locker room. And basically disrobed and was allegedly swinging hog, and it made people uncomfortable in there. And they were saying the people that worked at Weespa were saying if they identify as a woman, then we have to let them go in there. And then and then that's where this outrage sort of ensued. Like that's that's honestly insane that that that's something to be outraged about. Uh, first of all, letting it swing probably means changing clothes. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. It's like it's like let's be real. I don't I don't think it was like you know. Uh, right, a performance right, right. piece, you know. What I- it, it wasn't. It, they, they weren't violently masturbating. Or yeah, something yeah. Like that. I mean, it's just. I, I the everything is fucked. People are so insane. Like it, the things that people are concerned about, and the things that people truly like choose to spend their time mm-hmm. riding against. Like you're gonna a a, a minority owned small business is what you really. That's what that's what we need to take down. Yeah, that's what that's what we need to take down. The first thing I thought is having been to We Spa a bunch of times, I, I think the demographic is primarily just like old Korean people, and I think those people. I guess I'm stereotyping them, but they seem like they might be the most resistant. They're the, they're the least demographic of people who are used to that type of stuff of yeah. like if you're like an 80 year old korean grandma yeah and you see a guy in you know changing next to you in the locker or a, a woman changing next to you in the locker with a penis you're going to be like what in the fuck is happening why am i seeing a penis in here i've been going here for 30 years and this is a woman's room but that is not what happened it was it was just a regular person that was outraged so i'm i'm pleased to see that the the original community of Weespa, you know, older Korean people aren't the ones. We're not the ones the who issue. are up in arms about it. But it was, you know, it's the people who have to find everything to complain about who are up in arms about it. And <sighs> you know, fuck those people. Fuck that. We support. We support Weespa. We support, we support Weespa. We support our trans brothers and sisters. We don't support Antifa. Well, I don't. I don't. Jason. Jason might. Um. But you know, I won't speak for him. DJ's Antifa. DJ, it's a pleasure. Beautiful Sunday. Go, uh, you know, blow your thumb off in Glendale with some fireworks. Uh, <laughs> enjoy your, your, I would say, non-American Bon Me celebration. That's an interesting choice, but, you know, that's yours. I'm going to make TJ's All-American Bon Me for lunch today. That, so so Bon Me is like code word for apple pie, I hope, but we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> bon Me, it's going to be a hot dog bun with a hot dog inside of it. <laughs> Yeah, we, there's going to be a, a cucumber spear. I'll put a little jalapeno cilantro. on top, but you know, it's, it's, it's a hot diggity dog. Uh, happy Fourth of July, Jason. Uh, love your work. Uh, God bless America. God bless America, brother man.
do to me. <laughs> 